0: Welcome to Revolution Podcast, a place where we discuss the Bible, culture, faith, and why it matters for you. I'm Quinn, and this is my co-host Chase, and if you're looking for a podcast that explores the revolutionizing power of Christ in your life,
1: then this is the show for you. Welcome to Revolution Podcast. I thought you recorded that first part. I didn't. (laughs) I only started recording when I started acting respectable. that would have been pretty weird <laughs> oh man they just i just hear, they just hear the intro music and then they just hear that i won't even replicate it because i just don't want people to know what was happening <laughs> uh, dude, i feel like if we like recorded like our whole like brainstorming sessions and like the goofy parts too oh oh it'd just be so chaotic <laughs> it would be oh it's great though um do you have a question for me I'm just thinking we're we're again this is we're coming to the end of our pre-recorded episodes this is the last one no 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 the Christmas oh, the next Christmas week, one next is. week's the last pre-recorded Sorry. um but you'll probably be back in town by the time this one comes out hey yeah that's kind of crazy um so I guess everybody's ramping up for Christmas December 12th are people oh people yeah, are getting Christmas music re- like, I feel is like alive Christmas music's out um have people gotten they haven't gotten have they gotten trees yet uh, I think, or that's that in a little bit. No, they would probably be be looking. They'd be on the hunt. Right, decorations I, are out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Fraser Valley. Do we have snow yet? No, we're still. It's still raining. Okay, still. But it, but it's cold. Mm, that's nice. So hot cocoa is in the air. Yep. Um, the Starbucks has their Christmas drinks out. Oh, peppermint mochas are the rage right now. Um, and everybody like. You should have your Christmas shopping done, but if you don't, you're starting to think about it right now. There's two types. Either either you have it all done and it's actually wrapped as well, or you're just starting to think about it right now. I'm, Those are the two
0: types of people. I have a question for you. Sure. Now, we're in August. Have you already bought Christmas presents for anybody?
1: So, of the two types of people, <laughs> I, um, I'm both, depending on who it is, um, for... One person in my life, I, yes, I've got my Christmas presents done. For everybody else, uh, though I haven't even started thinking about it yet. Yeah. So that tells you all you need to know about me. I'm a horrible person, except in one case, so. At least know. you admit it. At least, I mean, yeah, it's hard to hide it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what oh about you? What type of person are you? Do you have a, Are is, your, is everything done by the 12th? Or, oh, or are no. you just, you're just, you're no, just getting going? I'm, I'm just getting going. Like, I've heard snippets about this from you before. I wanna ask you, for your brothers, do you buy them your gifts by yourself, or do you let your mom tell you what to buy for them, <laughs> or does she actually buy it for you and you just pay her back? Uh, well, it depends on the year. Um,
0: so yes, you're right in all cases. Mm-hmm. Um, what about last Christmas? Last Christmas, me and uh, someone, one of my friends, we went out Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I in every single year in the past, yeah, my mom has. Bought us the Christmas presents, and then you guys just wrapped them or something. <laughs> and she's like, "Quinn, you're gonna give this to your brother. You're gonna give this to your brother. You're gonna give this to your dad. And this is what you're gonna get me." Oh my word! <laughs> and so, and she's like, "And it will cost fifty really dollars." like, mom? You're coming running the household. That is so funny. And so that's what happened. But this year, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go buy Christmas presents. Yeah. And so me and my friend, we went out. I was like, this is what I'm gonna get, mom. So we're gonna get dad. Yeah. What am I going to get from my brother's? I don't remember what I got. Yeah. But got that. You did it by yourself though. I did. Did you wrap it? Oh yeah, I did. What's that like?
1: Terrible. Like I don't even have to put from Quinn. Right. Um, Because they can just tell by the wrapping. Oh, 100%. Is it impressive or weird when a guy is good at wrapping Christmas presents? Mm. I feel like it depends on the guy. Yeah. I don't know.
0: What what about for you? Are, Are you good at wrapping presents? No, but I do wrap them.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I don't go the cheap way out and get them in a little bag. Like I don't think I'm terrible, but like like you know like I know like the technique like fold fold it in and then mm-hmm. put it up and you you don't you don't want extra paper, right? Like you want it to be good, yeah, precise. Um, but it it doesn't look perfect. No, um, but I feel like that's the right balance. Mine always like. I, like my mom's always taught me like the
0: steps and how to do it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I got this. And then I give myself too much paper and then I try and fold it. Too much paper it. is always, I, you know what? You, you think that would work. I know. I you, think people are too picky. You no, know, you try and fold it and then it just like, it gets stuck some weird way and then you can't fold the, the other side because the other side's uneven. Yeah. And then it's just like, you may as well just like give them a bag, mm-hmm. put it in a bag and then give it to them.
1: Bags are, yeah. But, but it is fun unwrapping presents. Huh? Oh,
0: and I, whenever I do it for my brothers, I just say from Santa. Oh, mm-hmm. do they know Santa's not real? <laughs> yeah, that's why it's funny. okay. Sorry, I find it funny. That's it's, okay. It's really not funny.
1: Um, what are we talking about today? We are talking about the Christmas spirit. No, the Holy Spirit. Right. Today we're talking about the Holy Spirit. The Christmas spirit. spirit. When you clicked on an episode called, what are we calling it? Life in the Spirit. Life in the Spirit, live by the Spirit, keep in step with the Spirit. We're going to call it something about the spirit. You might have thought, oh, it's Christmas time. They're doing something on the Christmas spirit. Well, you've been swindled, people. Psych. Guess what? We're going to dump the Holy Spirit on you. That's a holy <laughs> dumping going on right now. <laughs> How are you like that, holy dump, man? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry. We can, I, you know, if we take it out, it'll be good. And if we don't, then this is just embarrassing for everybody. <laughs> so, um, no, but we're talking about life in the spirit. Um Quinn, where do you want to start this off? I don't even know. Why do we want to talk about this? Why? Mm-hmm. Why do we want to talk
0: about God, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit? I think <laughs> yeah. What? Why are you laughing? I don't know. Tell me. Um you kind of stumped me. Why do we why do we need to talk about the Holy Spirit? What? <laughs> this is a terrible way to no. start. <laughs> uh no. Um, I just need to collect my thoughts You're just right
1: Good. Read the Bible for inspiration.
0: Yeah, um, I guess life in the spirit. Why do we want to talk about life in the spirit? Because ultimately, you can't live life on your own by yourself. You need God, and the way God has given us um, something to live by is His Word, but also His Holy Spirit to guide us.
1: Does that make sense? That's good. Can I go more extreme than you? You said we you can't, usually do. Yeah, I, I try to. You said we can't. <laughs> Um, like, we, we shouldn't be living apart from the spirit. I'd mm-hmm. say the Bible says that we're actually dead without the spirit. Yeah. Um, Romans 8 says, for the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Um, and so it, it's the law, the spirit of life. It's the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, right? Like, without the Holy Spirit, we're dead in our trespasses and our sins. It's actually the Spirit that comes, um, oh, what is Roman in verse 9, it says, "...you, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin," The spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Um, so I would I would um, go the extra mile and, and say that we actually can't, like, we just can't live without the Spirit, uh, because nobody is alive. The boys of the Bible were quickened by the Holy Spirit, brought to life, regenerated by the Holy Spirit. Um, That's a huge work he does in our lives. Uh, And so then the key... Paul says this in Romans 8 as well. He says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. And So maybe what we want to talk about is, you know, uh, to... to Live is to receive the Holy Spirit when, when you come to Jesus. Like the, the reason you're saved, the reason you're the body of flesh, which is death, that is you, the reason that's brought to life is the Spirit of God gives you new heart, new desires, new way of living. Um, but now we need to continue on, right? Paul says to the Galatians, I'll quickly say this and you can jump in, um, that you know. Now that like you've been saved, he, he asked him, like, if you who were saved by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? In other words, you were saved by the Spirit, and now why aren't you living by the Spirit? And so we want to take that seriously and be like, okay, let's learn to live by the Spirit. Yeah, and and I guess you, you
0: talked about uh, setting your mind on the Spirit. What does that actually mean, and how does that look? Oh, that's a good question.
1: Oh, let's let's talk about God. That's I like that. Um, (laughs) People don't do that very often. Um, What does it mean to set your mind on the things of the spirit? Well, the Holy Spirit is God. So primarily to set your mind on the things of the Spirit is to meditate on the character of God. Um, If you want to know how to do that, just start reading a psalm every day um, and you will learn so much about the character of God. Like, what did they say? Like, um, I delight in your law. I delight in your works. Teach to me your works, your law, your meditations, your forethoughts, Mm -hmm. like um, to do. Dwell on the things of the spirit is to dwell on God. Um, it's to dwell on the works of God. It's to dwell on who God is. It's also to dwell, um, and this is especially relevant with the Holy Spirit. Um, and we can get into this: what is the Spirit's purpose in our lives? Like we mm-hmm. say, like the Spirit quickens us from spiritual death; he, he brings us to spiritual life. But what is He doing now? And so, and we can unpack that a little bit in this episode if we want to. But part of dwelling on the things of the Spirit, yes, dwell because the Holy Spirit's God. In case anybody forgot, just as in like, you know, like Jesus, like the son, the father and the spirit are all equally God distinct, um, but not separate one God, three persons. And so, to meditate on the things of the Spirit is to meditate on the things of God, and it's also, like, because, you know, it doesn't just say meditate on the things of God, although that's said elsewhere, but specifically here it said, set your minds on the things of the Spirit, specifically. So, yes, yeah, set your things on the, on, sorry, set your mind on the things of God, but also specifically, what is the work that the Holy Spirit does, that is distinct from the work the Son does, that's distinct from the work that the Father does, and so to set your mind on the things of the spirit is to know the gifts of the spirit that uh, are present in your life to know the work of him that is present in your life and to meditate on that and to seek to fulfill that Wh- which is interesting because the spirit's involved in this role of salvation that's called sanctification sanctification is basically this lifelong process where we be, we progressively become more like jesus and the holy spirit is the one working that change inside of us but it's interesting paul says i can't remember where but he says um in with fear and trembling work out your own salvation. And what he means, I think that's in Philippians. And what he means by that is, you get to partner with the Spirit of God to work out your sanctification, and so to set your mind on the things of the Spirit is okay. Let, like, let's do that. Let's work out the salvation in a d- divine-human partnership. And but to be able to do that, you need to know what this, the Holy Spirit actually does. And so, and so you can see, to live if sanctification is this lifelong process of becoming more like Jesus, that's probably the most important thing you can do in your life. And so, to, but if the Holy Spirit is essential to that, and His work is essential to that, you see when we say live by the spirit we do truly mean like in the fullest sense you have to live by the spirit to truly live and to do the most important thing in your life so yeah that, that's what i'd say in answer to that sweet um
0: yeah i guess um does would, would you say the the spirit makes us aware of who god is in our life or aware of sin or is that our, our conscious
1: I, I would say our, our conscience is the moral law god has set inside all of us that can be dulled though the spirit absolutely convicts of sin as well so, so it's who can be both cuz if if you're unregenerate if you're not a believer you you don't have the holy spirit in you but unbelievers can often tell right from wrong in a lot of ways and that's cuz that's just the way god has designed people christians and the Spirit absolutely speaks to us very specifically, because there might be times when we need to ethically apply God's law, mm-hmm. and like okay. that exact situation isn't laid out in Scripture. Um, but the Spirit is the one that teaches us to apply God's law and works with us in that. It's interesting, Deuteronomy talks about binding the Word of God on your foreheads. The, Jeremiah prophesied that in the New Covenant, the law of God, we wouldn't need to talk about the law of God anymore, because it would be written on our hearts. The Spirit's the one who's writing that, so that mm-hmm. we can just apply the law of God without needing to Debate it. Um, and I'm not saying don't talk about it, but I'm saying that's the future promise and that's what we're working towards. So that, that'd that be the role of the spirit with sin in our lives for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, you had a, a passage or two that you wanted to read at all? Oh, I've got the whole Bible I wanna read. Do we have time for that? Well, we we, we could just do the Romans episode that would <laughs> that'd, <be about. laughs> that'd be fun just to read the whole book of Romans and not tell anybody that's what we're doing. If we got a weird translation, I bet nobody would notice. Mm. What one would work, do you think? What's the weirdest translation you know, Quinn? I haven't read it, but you've talked about the Queen James. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) (laughs) We need to do an episode on Bible translations at some point. There are some weird, there's like a cat one. There's a lot of really weird stuff. If we, if we, you think people would know if we did the message? Yes. Give us a stay, three square meals. (laughs) Part pardon me, all the, all the, what is it called? The rascals and quacks (laughs) in Psalms. Like he's talking about like sinful people. Like do, like do not, the Psalmist is like, do not be with like these immoral people. And Eugene, bless his heart. That man is like a saint. He's a great guy. But like he translated that um, or paraphrased that um, like the rascals and the scoundrels and quacks. (laughs) I I remember reading that. I was like, what? (laughs) The quacks? (laughs) Anyways, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, what what I want, what I'd, I'd love for these passages to do, is just to illuminate what the Holy Spirit truly does in our lives. So yeah, so we've talked about the quickening, the regeneration that the Spirit does in us. What is His present work in us? Romans eight has so much to say about this. I love it. So Paul says, starting in verse thirteen: For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live by the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body; you will live. So he's saying, if you live according to the flesh, you're you're gone. You're you. You're done, so um, because the flesh is the old law, and anybody who if if you try to live by the old law, you need to be 100% perfect, but you're not. However, if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, these transgressions against the law, you will live, and that's it. Like, it's by the spirit, yeah. So, so I think we need to pause because I think maybe people have heard ideas like that before, like you know, you're gonna fight sin, Mm -hmm. but it's you and God, and then people are like, yeah. And then we run off and try to do it by ourselves. That's me. That's been me my most of my life. Mm-hmm. So I think we, but I think we need to take seriously what, like, what, what, like, what does it actually mean to put to death sin by the spirit? Does that mean like, we like, you know, hold the spirit like a hammer and try to hit the sin until it goes away? Like, like, like practically, like, do we just say, well, spirit help me and then go do it? But like, like, what does it mean to put to death the deeds of the body by the spirit that's important because the bible tells us to do it and i don't think anybody really under i shouldn't say that i don't think most people actually understand that only very recently coming to begin to understand what that means so i, I can try that as best as i can but I'm, I'm very much still learning but by the spirit that's god providentially in your life what does it mean to put to death the deeds of the body? Deeds of the body, sinful things. Where? Wh- why do we do sinful things? Well, nobody holds a gun to your head and forces you to click on that porn site or forces you to lie. We do it because we want to. We do it because we think our lives will be better. If we sin, mm-hmm. we do it because we think it, it'll bring us some satisfaction, some joy, some happiness, some ease of pain. We just think that it'll be good for us if we do it. So how do you put to death the action? You put to death the desire. Right, because actions spring from desires. So to put to death the deeds of the body, you need to put to death the desires of the flesh as well. H- how do you change your desires? Alexander Solzhenitsyn, bless his soul. Who could destroy peace of their own heart? He said that. I'm like, yeah, that's that's good, that's true. Who could destroy peace of their own heart? Bible reflects that. Psalm 16, maybe. I, I don't really. I can't remember which psalm exactly it is, but it's, the psalmist says, "Lord, give me an undivided heart." He doesn't say, teach me how to change my heart. He doesn't say, give me the strength to change my heart. He says, Lord, you need to give me an undivided heart. I can't do it. I literally cannot change my heart. Mm -hmm. Who will destroy a piece of their own heart? So when we say we want to if we're putting to death deeds and to put to death deeds, you need to put to death desires and we can't do that. That means it's the spirit's work in us that changes our desires. And so when we say by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, that means the spirit needs to do that. Mm -hmm. That means that this is an act of surrender, an act of prayer, Mm -hmm. an act of like, like you need to get into the scriptures and say, God, like, please show me what I like, what can I do here? but like you you need to realize your helplessness you need to realize that literally literally there's nothing in your power that you can do not one thing to help in this. So like, well, I thought you said sanctification was a human divine partnership. Yes. You have a part to play, but I would just encourage you get into the word. The spirit's role is the, God does the heavy lifting. Let me tell you. God is the one who will change your heart. So if you want if you want to know your part, I just encourage you get into the word and seek the commandments of God. That's that. Paul continues on. For all who are led by the Spirit are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. By whom we cry, Abba Father. "'The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit "'that we are children of God. "'And if children, then heirs, heirs of God "'and fellow heirs with Christ, "'provided we suffer with him "'in order that we may also be glorified with him.'" Our great hope as Christians is the resurrection, Mm -hmm. right? It is the second coming of Christ. It is that the dead in Christ will be raised, that we will be raised a new, better, glorified life with him forever in heaven. That's our great hope, that Mm -hmm. we do not need to suffer the just punishment for our sins, but that Christ bore that, and so that we get to enjoy eternal life with God as Jesus promised. We doubt that as people. Doubt comes in that. We get, we, we, will become fearful. Uh, First John says, our hearts condemn us. So how, where does our assurance come from? How could could I actually know? Maybe, Maybe we're like, well, Jesus is right, but how do I know I'm saved? How do I know I'm getting that? I'm still sinning. I'm still struggling. How do I know that I'm actually receiving the benefits of Christ's sacrifice? Paul says, you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Don't be afraid. You've received the spirit of a Adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. He says, and the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs. So in other words, you will inherit the promise. You will inherit the land. You will inherit the glory because the Holy Spirit witnesses with our spirit, changes our spirit to know, tells our spirit, cries for our spirit, Abba, Father, Dad. And no no father would cast off his child. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Like at the end of Romans 8, that's the point. For I'm sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor present things, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's because it's a it's a fatherly love. Mm-hmm. That's the point. And so the spirit is the one, it's a spirit of adoption. That, the, the adoption is such an amazing reality that we can be called, what love the father has lavished on us, that we may be called children of God. So, when like the the assurance that Christians have, the joy we have, the hope we have comes from the witness of the Holy Spirit in our lives to our spirit. And then he says, but he says, it bears witness with our spirit. So not only does he bear witness for our spirit, but he actually changes our hearts to know so that we can cry with the spirit, Abba Father. That's amazing. That means the spirit's truly working. So the spirit is also a spirit of assurance and adoption, hope. Um, Paul calls it in Philippians, a seal, of redemption. You've been sealed, the the guarantee, the down payment, the deposit for your assurance. Okay. Verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, Glorified. So, a, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not, we don't know what to, what to pray for as we ought. We don't know what to pray for, right? Like Jesus said, or John said, when we pray according to His will, He hears us. We don't know how to pray according to His will, but when we don't know, the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. He intercedes for the saints, and this—and this is the amazing. John said, "When you pray according to His will, He hears you." And what does it say? The Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So even when we don't know what to ask for, even when we don't know how to pray, we know that the Spirit is interceding to the Father for us to bring every gift and blessing that we need, and that's amazing. That—that that is hope. That is assurance. It is also the Spirit. In in this context, Paul says, um, that we are conformed to the image of his son, and that's the spirit's work. And that's just amazing. Anything else you want to add in there, Quinn? Oh man. Take us take us places. Take mm-hmm. us on a journey. Yeah, and, and maybe in
0: life in the spirit, the the spirit also calls us back. He calls us to, to a higher standard but he also calls us out of that darkness. Sure. God is actively trying to pull you out of your your deepest desires which mm. is which is to not love him. Yeah. God's desire for you is to to bring himself to you. Maybe that's the wrong way to put it. Um God's desire is so that you would get to know him. Mm-hmm. That that's what I was that's trying good. to say. Yeah, yeah. And how do we do that? Well, I mean by by living in the spirit. What is living in the spirit? It means acting upon what what God has called you the, the life that God has called you to live. Yeah. Galatians 5:25 20, says if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. So, if you're trying to live a life for God, you you also got to you got to be in step with when God commands you to do things. Mm. When he tells you to um to go to this place um and serve there. Yeah. Being in step with the Spirit means Acting upon that, yeah. trusting God in that, yeah. I was at a basketball tournament in Victoria in January, and we were we were just hanging out, uh, coming back on the ferry, and we were just waiting for the ferry. And so I went off to the vending machine to try and grab something. There was this family that was behind, and they were mm-hmm. I, I pieced it together; that they were reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, "Hey, are you guys reading the Bible?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, we are," and. I was talking to this guy he was a pastor him and, a, and and they were dropping their son off at school and, and yeah. he was the one thing that i remember was keep in step with the spirit mm. be in constant community with him you're not going to know how to live a life that is of god that is in the spirit without trying to actively know god mm-hmm. so living in life living in step with the spirit first comes from trying to know who God is. That's good. Because as you get to know God, you get to know what He wants for you. And as you get to know what He wants for you, yeah. you can start to hear His voice. And as you hear His voice, you can act upon where God calls you to go. That's good. Yeah. How could you encourage people to get to know God? Get to know God. I mean, you mentioned this in your in your testimony episode. Mm-hmm. One of the best ways, and maybe one of the only ways to know God is to read His word. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you've said this a bunch, and and I love it. It's read the songs mm-hmm. because i I've, I've seen this too i'll be reading the songs and i'll just be like overflowed with like david david went through this yeah he went through this and in the beginning of the song he's saying lord why are you putting me through this mm-hmm. suffering mm-hmm. this terrible agony yeah but by the end he's like praise god that i went through this yeah and and i love that because that is where you get to see the full uh, a f- part of who god is you get to see um, the suffering that that he allows us to go through, but he's also with us in that Yeah. and the redemption that comes from that. And so I would say, read the Bible, read the Psalms, and pray to him. That's good. Because as you pray to him, you get to hear his voice. And as you hear his voice, you're able to obey what he commands
1: you to. That's good. Job 1, 21. He's lost everything. <laughs> his property and his children are gone, destroyed by Satan. Mm, what does he say? He says, so like Job just got the news about this. Like mm-hmm. like <laughs> most evil being in the universe is taking a very personal interest in him. It's destroying his life. And starting verse 20, then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground. Very, ne- like, that's grief, right? Like, of course he reacts like that. Yeah. He's devastated. Let me finish the verse. Then Job rose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. What? How do you have that response when everything is taken? What on from earth? You? And then this is what he said. And he said, "Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return." The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm just like, oh my word, that's crazy. I I I
0: genuinely don't understand. It's how 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 do you praise God when
1: you have that much taken away from you. It's but that's the spirit, right? Like I, yeah. like that, like, that, like that like you know, like all the signs, miracles in the Bible, amazing. That is the most miraculous thing in the Bible is a changed heart. The, that's the real miracle, right? Like nobody can change, nobody would destroy peace of their own heart. Like and jo- the intro, like Satan did these things, right? Like the header here, Satan takes Job's property and children. What does Job say? The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. He knows that it's God's providential hand behind his suffering. He he just knows. And I, I I don't think he's wrong. Like, of course, Satan was who did it, but he knows that God is in control. He knows God is providential over that. But that doesn't lead him to blame God. Mm-hmm. That leads him to praise God. So I mean, that that's that is like the spirit through and through. Like There is no way to praise God in suffering like that unless you have just absolutely been changed. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I I, that what you were saying about the Psalms just reminded me about that. Like, man, like I I feel like like you know we say this all the time, and maybe maybe we should say it less because then it won't be as less repetitive. Um, But I just can't help but say like, read the Bible. That is like every day. That is like. I don't know what you could do that would be better. Like like Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. God's will is for you to read his word. God's will is revealed to you in his word. Mm-hmm. How else are you supposed to get food, nourishment, sustenance, satisfaction unless you're in the Bible? Like I know, like we talk, I, I say it a lot. You, you say it a lot. We say it a lot in this podcast, like get in the word, get in the word, read the Bible, read the Bible. And it's like, I I can't stop saying it. It like I I I like I'm like I want to like we do this because we want to help people, we want to bless people, we want to open people up to God, uh, for God to bless people and help people. And there's genuinely no way for that to happen unless you're reading the Bible. And so maybe it's repetitive, and maybe it's like, well, I've heard this before, and maybe it's I've tried, and I'm just gonna keep like I can't stop saying, like, there is nothing else I there is nothing I can offer you. I'm not strong or good enough to offer you anything. All I can do is say, this saved my life, and I want it to save yours too.
0: And and I would say if if you're like, man, I've tried reading the Bible. I I, I can't just put this time aside. Um, one, we have an episode, yeah. how to study the Bible. Yeah, but reach out to us, mm-hmm. send us mm-hmm. an email, yeah. Yeah, 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 DM us on Instagram, whatever you want. If you're like, man, I'm having a tough time cracking open my Bible every single day. Yeah. What do I do? We, we've got solutions. I think either of us would gladly do a Bible reading plan with you of guys. Course. Yeah. We would love to do that with you guys. Yeah. We, we, we are here to help you guys grow your relationship with God. And through helping you guys, we are going to learn too.
1: That might just be a side note, but no, that's right. I would add on to that. Like, if you're looking for something just quick and easy, on our Instagram page, we we have a um, Bible study in Philippians just saved there. Um, so if you, it's it's in it's one of our highlights. If you just go on there, um, you'll find like for tw- for a month, um, short daily readings in Philippians, our reflections and questions for you to reflect as well. It's like it's if you're if you're just looking for something like you know I don't know where to start, I don't know what to do, I don't really want to reach out because maybe I'm embarrassed or I don't want to do that. Just like just go like. Y- just go on there. That That is set up for you to use. Just take it. Um, if, if if you just need like a couple verses a day to start getting to this habit, take that. Um, and man, we. I, I think we need to wrap up soon. But um, keep in step with the Spirit. Man, this is turning into a little bit of meditation maybe on like um, who the Holy Spirit is, what he does, how we're supposed to live by him. Man, if, if you want to learn more, I just encourage you, I mean, read, the book of romans but if, if you want like oh I, you know just read romans 8 and read galatians 5 and just start there and get into the psalms read a psalm every day and just say how can i get to know god better have a pencil with you so you can write stuff down write down questions write down if you, if you mm-hmm. read a psalm and you're like i have trouble remembering it write down one sentence every day just one sentence this is what i know about god now today and just like Put that on like a little slip of paper and fold it and put it in your pocket or or put it into your, like your phone case and then like pull it out when you have quiet moments and just look at it. Or if you're like, oh, I can't remember what I read today. Just pull it out and look at it and read it. And like, God is good to me. Savor that all day. That's amazing news. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's kind of my end of show thoughts. What about you? Yeah. Um,
0: just, I wouldn't, I mean, we've talked about, it. get in your Bible, but also don't be afraid to... Um, reach out to God. Mm-hmm. I think so often we're, we're afraid to reach out to God, um, reach out to God, because as you reach out to him, he's, he's going to present himself. Yeah. Um, and as, as he presents himself, um, he's, he, he's going to teach, teach you how to live. Yeah. Um, and, and you can't live life without God. We, we are dead in our tra- trespasses without God. So I encourage you to try um, and do that, but also again, we say this a lot, find people, Mm -hmm. find people who are going to help you, who might have the same struggles and who, or who someone's who may be further along. It's like, find those people to be like, I want to grow in living in step with God, Mm -hmm. living in step with what he wants for me. Um, Find people, reach out to your pastors, whatever it is, because people are there to help you. That's good.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, whatever... Um, Well, platform you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or anywhere else just encourage you to follow the show if you can leave a review if you can it's a free easy way for you guys to help us just take two minutes out of your day to do that it it really does mean so so much to us and we appreciate you guys and all the ways you have and do continue to support us if you want more updates uh, on us what we've got going on uh, any other resources we might have follow us on Instagram at Revolution Pod we have episodes coming out every Tuesday Uh, if you think this episode could be helpful for somebody that you know uh, or you or uh, you're just looking like how else can I help you guys in your ministry just encourage you to send this to people share the news um, just trying to expand things God is teaching to us the ministry is putting on our hearts so yeah Mm -hmm. but uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday see ya